Hi, and welcome to TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers. I'm Dr. Eileen Hale, the COO of TTELT, and I'm really happy to share with you one of my favorite topics that I actually got my doctoral dissertation in, which is the field of service learning and experiential education theory and technique for teaching. And I'd like to share with you specifically how service learning can be applied to language learning because it can be applied across disciplines. But today we're gonna to specifically talk about service learning related to language learning. So with no further ado, I'm going to talk a little bit about the history of service learning. So service learning actually began, the concept was originally known as experiential education. Service learning started with John Dewey and his concept of experiential education. His theory of education in quotes is, education is a social process. Education is growth. Education is not preparation for life, but is life itself. Experiential education is an engaged learning process whereby students learn by doing, by critically reflecting, analyzing, and applying new knowledge for deeper understanding of any given theory. Drawing on the work of John Dewey, David Kolb helped develop the modern theory of experiential learning known as service learning in the 1970s. Just to give you a quick background on how I got involved in service learning, I was teaching at a university in Los Angeles, California, and I was offered the opportunity with a grant to develop a service learning program in Zacatecas, Mexico. In this project, I was asked to take American students to Mexico for immersion in Spanish as a way to acquire the language through service. Our students engaged in a broad variety of service type organizations, including orphanages, serving at a homeless shelter, et cetera. And it was through this experience that I was so um, drawn to the concept of service learning because I saw how my students gained motivation for the language learning, engaged so much deeper in the process of language learning. It was like the light turned on and everything became meaningful. So I went on to get my doctoral, uh, do my doctoral dissertation in the field of service learning and actually used my students who I had taken to Mexico and interviewed them as part of the process of developing my dissertation. All that to say is I have been hooked on service learning ever since and applied it in academic areas across the many, many disciplines. But again, today we're gonna to focus on, first of all, we're gonna talk about what is service learning and how it applies to language acquisition. So again, service learning is an educational approach where a student learns theories in the classroom while volunteering with a community organization. In the United States, we refer to these as nonprofit or social service groups. I know this differs around the world. So just giving you our context in the United States, the idea again behind service learning is really to deepen the theoretical knowledge from the classroom through applying it in the community. Why service learning? It provides students with opportunities to meet community needs and develop civic engagement skills. 
for many years, this has been a big movement, if you will, in the United States and in other countries throughout the world. Service learning provides a really natural way of learning and practicing language in real life context. This is the true immersion, which leads to real acquisition of language because students build relationships in the field. And that's obviously, as we know, an essential part of language learning is wanting to communicate with people. And it provides motivation for authentic communication when they really need to communicate their thoughts and ideas, ask questions and engage at a much deeper level than a textbook could offer in the classroom. What are types of service learning and what ages can service learning be applied with? Though, you know, it all depends on your community. So it's hard for me to say specifics, but I'll give you general ideas. Again, it's volunteering in the community to meet a need. For example, tutoring other students, even in English and or other content areas, giving presentations. If you have issues of violence or drugs or that kind of thing in that your community, you could provide resources to help students get out of these areas. Assisting in homeless shelters, orphanages, elderly homes, those kind of um, organizations are great types of service, or assisting with immigration organizations, helping refugees resettle into your community, which is happening globally, as we know, all over the world now. A couple ideas how we applied service learning in Albania, is we had our graduate students develop brochures bilingually in Albanian and English, with taxi drivers to serve the community of taxi drivers so that they could engage more with the international community and be able to help their international guests get around town more easily with some more knowledge of English. Service learning is applicable to all ages from kindergarten through university and graduate school. I have done it with literally all ages. So if you're stuck with ideas, um, please email me and or yeah, contact me and I'd love to brainstorm ideas with you based on your community setting. Some of the benefits and outcomes of service learning, again, it really provides active hands-on use of the skills and knowledge, which increases the relevance both of academic and linguistic skills. So think about when you're teaching syntax or grammar points or even having them do reading activities, if it's related to something in their community, where they're engaging and trying to discover why this problem exists in their community, they have a tangible opportunity to have meaningful involvement, often with people of diverse cultural backgrounds, even in their community, and diverse lifestyles. It also increases critical thinking skills, because the idea, again, of service learning is not just to go out and serve, but to really try to problem solve. An example is if you're trying to deal with homelessness in your community, you have people sleeping on the streets in the parks, that kind of thing. One of the ideas behind service learning is really reflecting and critically analyzing on why you have this issue of homelessness in your community and how you can help resolve the problem of homelessness or provide alternative um, places for homeless people to live and stay and get help. Um, service learning provides really valuable real life experience and for our language learners, real authentic use of the language. It increases their understanding of civic responsibility and service. 
And of course, it increases their motivation for language acquisition. One of my favorite quotes is, service learning brings books to life and life to books. So get outside of your textbook and whatever book you're using in the classroom and take your students into the community. One of the great benefits of service learning too is you, you say, I don't have time to integrate it into my curriculum. You can have it as a homework assignment and have students go out into the community, do their service projects and come back and use the language back in the classroom from what they've learned when they do reflections. So that brings us to the question, what is the teacher's role in service learning? Your role is to facilitate the service projects because oftentimes it's hard for students, depending on their age and stage of life to determine where and how they should do service in their community. So you can also not only facilitate projects in your community by building relationships. Like in America, we have the YMCA, which is a community center um, or a homeless shelter, things like that, where you could build community relationships yourself as a teacher and then provide a setting for your students to go into through the relationships you build. You also need to determine ways to build language learning into your service project. So again, being really familiar with the types of organizations that the students can participate in uh, will help enhance the language learning that you bring back to the classroom. Another example is doing like interviews in uh, your neighborhoods. Let's just say you want to capture oral histories of the elderly people in your community. <clears throat> this is a great service project to record the stories, create books. Um, let's say of a generation that used to, that's using, let's just say Albanian, for example, and the next generation is getting away and wanting to learn much more English. So how do you capture the stories of the older generation and turn it into a book for oral histories? That's a great service project. Oversee and provide feedback for your students in English, in this case. Um, another role that's important for you to play is to engage your students in critical thinking and reflective discussions in English in the classroom. Both we do pre, during, and post service learning reflections. So again, I have a lot of handouts and resources for you. If you'd like any of these, again, please email me and I'd be happy to share them with you. So a summary. Uh, for all of us, some teaching tips for service learning. Again, if you're new to this field, I can offer a ton of resources. We'll put them as a link into our YouTube um, version of our podcast. You can find those. There's a, a plethora of service learning resources out there. Just Google service learning and you'll find more than you can imagine. Um, I'd encourage you, if you do do that, also do service learning in English or with English so that it'll help you narrow the spectrum because there's so many resources. Also, if you're trying to find resources specific to your age group, Google that as well. And again, I can provide some specific resources for you know, middle school, high school, university settings. It's all there, there's been a ton already done. So don't feel like you have to reinvent the world, the, <laughs> the word, it's all done for you. Um, build community relationships, as I mentioned, you can really facilitate setting the stage for your students' engagement in the community and help them also help engage your students in identifying the projects. So something you can do, even though you might have already hopefully done your homework and gone into the community and done some relationship building, 
set the stage and provide some options for the students and then engage them in identifying which projects they may be really interested in so that they have real ownership in the project and more engagement. Include journal reflections. These are just writing reflections. They can have a little journal, a book, however you want to do it. These can be online and or submitted to you as handwritten assignments after each time of service and make sure they're in English. If they're lower level English um, students and have difficulty writing all their thoughts from this experience, you can also do this bilingually or let them do it in their first language and then help them express themselves in English. Also include oral sharing back, uh, reflection time in the class, both in pairs and small groups where they can ask each other questions back and forth so that they can learn from each other's experiences. You can do this if you have like three students going to one organization, you could mix them up and have each one of those students work with other students in the class and or have them all work within their uh, community organization to share and reflect and do critical analysis of how they could most be of most help to the community organization. Again, as possible, I would encourage you as a teacher to also go out and visit the sites during the student's time of service, because it really shows your level of engagement in the student's learning, as well as in the community organizations with which they are engaged. That's just a quick summary of service learning, and I hope it was useful for you. I'd love to share more specific ideas with you. Please contact me for any questions and or further elaboration you may have. My email is eileenhale at gmail.com, A-I-L-E-E-N-H-A-L-E -E -E at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. A couple quick announcements for this month of October we have our TTELT talks, where you engage with colleagues from around the world on topics that matter most to you. Uh, this Saturday, October 30th, will be two times at 12 noon or 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please email us ahead with your questions, ideas for topics at tteltinfo at gmail.com. Thanks for listening with us today. We'd love to have you follow us. Um, we have a Facebook group under TTELT, Instagram, Twitter, and share any um, future ideas for topics you'd like with us. November, we're gonna be talking about cultural relevance in teaching English. It's been wonderful to join with you today. Have a wonderful rest of your day, wherever you are in the world. Thanks so much. Thank you.